Good morning. Uh, 早上好. Zao. Morning. Thank you very good. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's a little late, but Happy New Year. It's wonderful to be here this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we take to heart your words this morning. Speak to us, Father, in the quietness of our heart. May we respond to your words. For you are a great king. And forgive us, Father, for giving you less than excellence. Forgive us for not giving you the best. Forgive us for not giving you the best of our time, the best of our energy, the best of our money. Forgive us, God, for taking you for granted. You are a great king. And we are to reflect that. Thank you, Father, for these words. And thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that will enable us, empower us to reflect the glory of Christ. Speak to your people. Fill your people with your spirit. We pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The message this morning is called The Last Days Challenge. And at first blush, it may seem that it's going to be a message about earthquakes and volcanoes and political disruption, but that's not what we're going to focus on. We are going to be looking at three questions, and those three questions focus in on the spiritual character of the last days. The first question we'll look at this morning is what does the last day's personal and cultural landscape look like? The second question is what will happen when you don't appreciate what God has done for you? And the third question we'll conclude with is what is one biblical key or strategy that will help you grow spiritually strong in the last days? The Bible is very clear. For 2,000 years, we have been living in this period of time referred to as the last days. In Hebrews 1 2, it says this Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, meaning Jesus, 
whom he hath anointed heir, appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. So as believers in 2019, we are living in the last days. And we know specifically from scripture that we don't know the day or the hour when our Lord will return. But as believers, we should be living with expectation, should we not, that he will return one day. And as we live this life of faith, we are really preparing ourselves. We are preparing ourselves for Jesus' arrival. He's coming back for a prepared people. Are you prepared for Jesus' arrival? As we wait for the Lord to return, we live in this world, and there's a certain characteristic of this world that we are struggling against. So what is this challenge? What is the spiritual character of the last days? And this is important for us to understand that. Because it's challenging to live for the Lord. It's, it, it's difficult. It's very difficult to live for the Lord. And so what does the last day's personal and cultural landscape look like? What's it, what is the character of the last days? And that will give you an idea of the challenge that we're up against. Before Jesus Christ comes back, the world will increasingly reflect something very specific. What will people be like? What will their character be like? What will you be struggling with? Second Timothy tells us plainly what the character of the last days will look like. Uh, Let's read the following scripture. It says this in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, meaning no self-control, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. 
三章一到五节，呃，题目来后是说，你该知道末世必有危险的日子来到，因为那时人要专顾自己，贪爱钱财，自夸狂傲，放妒，违背父母，忘恩负义，心不圣洁，不亲情，不解怨，好说谗言，不能制约，性情性情凶暴，不爱良善，卖主卖友，任意妄为，自高自大，爱宴乐，不爱神，有金钱的外貌，却背了金钱的实意。If this was on the cover of the New York Times, wouldn't it accurately describe what we see and experience now? We saw, we just read, is it not in our daily lives, in our current situation? Isn't this the character that we see within others, and also we see it within ourselves? We from other people's lives and from our own life, we see that it's not just such a picture. And the one aspect of this verse that I want to zero in on and then tie it to Malachi is the word unthankful. I from here, um, get out the, uh, from here, pull out and the passage we read today, Malachi together, is one thing. It's not thankful. When you think of unthankful, I think of a, a variety of synonyms like ungrateful or ingratitude or being indifferent. Or even rude, or self-centered, or thoughtless. We when we say ungrateful, there are many different words to describe it. Or ungrateful, or ungrateful, or indifferent, or self-centered. An aspect of the last days character that we are struggling with within ourselves and also within others is this idea that. 99% of the there's a 99% chance I don't care. It's this sense of unthankfulness, this sense of I'm taking things for granted. I just don't care. 呃，这个呃一个很呃浓缩起来，我们就说的就是一个态度。这个态度就是啊不在乎啊，依然不感恩啊，把一切都习以为常啊，就不在乎。And the problem that I see and what gave birth to this sermon is Many times I see this attitude reflected by believers. 而我要提到的是，这个态度不仅仅是世人的，是很多的信徒也是如此的。Many times I'm seeing this characteristic within Christians. 很多是我在基督徒的里面也看到这个特性。After a sermon is preached, is there time when people are really thinking about what was just preached on? The songs that were just sung. Were you thinking of yourself standing before the Lord praising Him, or were they just words coming out of your mouth? We, uh, every time we gather together, when we listen to a sermon, when we sing a song, we have never come to the Lord and stood before Him to praise Him. Or is it just what we heard and what we heard? As you were reading through Malachi, did you see yourself as the priest? Did you see yourself as having this conversation with God, or were you reading it as if this message is for somebody else, but it wasn't for me? We were reading the Malachi. I mean, if Malachi was only for the Jews, if Malachi was only for people two thousand years ago, why read it? We're reading it because it has significance historically, but it also has significance now. 
God is speaking this message to us. In Malachi, you were reading about a people who were completely taking God for granted. They were tired of serving God. Oh, they still went through the motions. They still had the temple. They still did the sacrifices. But there was no passion. There was no enthusiasm. There was no meaning anymore. It was tiresome. Why do I even have to do it type attitude? And God called them out on it. God called them out on it. 我们在马拉基书里头读到的那些人很神的名但是神却要对着他们这样一个心态要做出反应,对他们斥责他们。So let's test ourselves, let's see how we line up to these characteristics of the last days, in terms of this idea of taking God for granted, being having a sense of ingratitude or unthankfulness in terms of our service to Him. Let's test ourselves. 那么我们也来对我们自己要有一个测试，我们是不是也像马拉基书里所讲的那些祭司一样，对着神的事情是漠不关心，一点也不感恩，还觉得很厌烦。So here's the assessment. Let's look at this question.我们来问，我们来问一些的问题。Is it enough for you to know that God loved you enough to die for you in 33 A.D.? 以至于为你而死在公元33年的时候,当你知道这一个事实的时候,你觉得对你的人生而言足够了吗? The weight of that question should crush us. 这一个分量,这个问题的一个分量,应该是会使我们比较好。But my fear is that because we're so familiar with it, it has no meaning. 但是我所担忧的是, 因为我们对这个事实，神如此的爱我们，为我们死这样的熟悉，以至于对我们而言就毫无意义了。No meaning in the sense of does it move you? Does it touch you? Does I mean, how does it how does it speak to you, knowing that God in human form died for you?我说没有意义的意思，哎，不是说它没有意义，乃是说我们对对对着我们对着这一个事实已经无动于衷了。some might be moved. Others might be like, I already know that. So, and what? And so that becomes a problem when we don't really appreciate truly what Jesus did for us. And, and we run into dangers as believers when we take that truth for granted. And we still don't, aren't moved by that or feel that or see the significance of that. 我们因为对这个事情是这样的熟悉，以及我们听见这个事实的时候，我们不仅无动于衷，我们也不被感动啊。那么我们呃呃呃，我们在这个情况之中的话啊，我们就不会为这个呃事实、为这个真理啊被
Just that concept, you can discuss it all day. God suffered for me. I mean, that's something that you can talk about all day. You could have discussions about that all day about the significance of that because it's so unbelievable to think that God suffered for our sins. 神为了我们的罪受苦，这个这个题目就对我们而言的话，我们也可以呃在这里要探讨一整天都没有问题。但是我们要说，知道神这样为你受苦，有没有对你产生什么样的影响？So does it impact you? If not, if it does not impact you, if it doesn't move you, if it doesn't make you want to cry out to God and seek God more. Then why not? Why isn't it impacting you? If it does impact you, if you are moved by it, how does it impact you? How does it change you? Does your life reflect Christ in you? 如果我们对着这一个题目我们没有觉得没有被影响到的话我们就要问说为什么我们没有被影响如果我们被影响的话那么影响的我们是怎样的 呃，是怎样影响我们？我们应该做出什么样的来呃回应？那么我们就要问的问题是：我们的生命生活里头究竟有没有反映出基督的性情来？Do you understand why we are in a last days challenge? Because even with the truth of what Christ did, I see frequently that the reaction on Christians about the truth of the Bible or the worship songs or the truth of what Jesus did. That's the face I see in people. That's the face I see. That they don't people don't care. Or there's there's a blankness to such incredible spiritual truth. And we have to be careful that we don't reflect that face when we hear the truth of the gospel. 在这个幕后的日子说，呃，我们所面临的挑战啊，对我而言，我就是常常看见，当我们呃有了神的真理，我们也有了呃呃一些敬拜的歌，我们在唱了一些的时候，我们最终反映反映出来的就是这样一副
他们对于主耶稣基督为我们而死这个真理根本漠不关心他们更关心的他们更是他们兴奋的时候我们今天会到哪里去吃晚饭我们会到哪里去度假这个事实对我而言就是我们漠后的基督徒所面对的一个很大
他们就好像是在一个要做的事情的一个一个一个清单上，然后就打一个勾，说好，我可以到天堂去了。然后打了勾之后，然后就去做自己想做的事情。要到世界上去找娱乐，该要做的种种的事情，我们要去尽力的去
Just the fact that God is going to speak to you. That's what we see in Malachi. Malachi 1 is all about God giving this message to a prophet who goes to the people with incredible, insightful, personal words to the people. And what the pe- and what's going on in Malachi 1 is that the people are in spiritual declension. They have fallen backwards. And Malachi is giving them very direct words from God that God knows what's in their hearts. And God is calling them out on it so that they can repent and turn back to him. 在这里马拉基要面对的是这样的一群人，他们从属灵的角度是日趋冷淡，是越来越向后退。但是神知道这一切，神就要告诉他们，指出他们心里的情况，而神呃借着先知给他们指出这个心理的情况的目的是要使他
那么他们在做这一切的时候，慢慢的他们就进入了一个只有这个外面的行动，只有金钱的外表，却失了金钱的实意，有了金钱的外面的动作，却没有了一个真实的敬拜神的一个能力的时候，这个时候神就给他们有一个呃指示，有一个启示就出来，对着他们有一个呃呃神的话语就领导。And God states His heart to the people, but He also at the same time states their heart. 神不仅仅对着以色列民把他自己心里头的事给他们说出来，同时也指出在这些呃神的民的心里头他们的情况是怎样。God will say things like I've loved you, and then He'll say, but you will say, How have you loved us? Where if I'm hearing that, I'm going, My goodness, God knows the intentions of my heart. God knows what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking when I hear His truth. And God is revealing to the people that He knows what they're thinking. He knows the answers that they're going to give to His questions. 在这里，神会对他们说话，说神说我爱你们，然后他们就说你在何时上爱我们呢？啊，这个时候就让这些以色列民他们就意识到一件事情：当神问他们一句话的时候，啊，他们心里怎么想的，神是很清楚的。You will see this constantly. You don't, you know, you can read it quickly. I'm not going to go through it for you, but you can see. He says, "You say," and then God says, and it's this incredible interaction. And what it's intended to do is to convict the people that they're not fooling anyone, and they're certainly not fooling God. God knows that their heart is not in the worship. God knows that they're not really devoted to Him, even though they have a temple, even though they come and they offer sacrifices. He knows that they no longer believe that He is a great God who's worshipped Him with greatness. They've lost faith. They no longer see Him as real. They're just going through the motions, and they're tired of going through the motions. And God knows that they're tired of going that they're going through the motions. 在这里，神就跟他们说，然后他们就回答，然后在这个这一些这一些呃特别生动的一些对话里头，让我们就看见啊呃以色列民他们根本就不能够欺骗任何的人，他们的情况如何，人都知道，他们更不可能去欺骗神，因为神神对他们的情况是更加清楚。是的，他们有这一些的呃有这一些的呃敬拜的形式，他们是有圣殿，他们是有献祭。可是他们在做这一切的时候，他们却没有任何一点对着神的爱，他们没有对着神的一个委身，对着神的一个奉献的心智，他们根本就没有。但是神对着人这样一个状况是极其的不满意的，所以神就要把他们指出来，就要给他们要使他们有悔改的机会。God reveals to the people that He is aware of their ingratitude. 神就要让他们知道对他们的不感恩，神是很清楚。And how their lack of enthusiasm for their religious duties reveals that their commitment to God has become very weary for them. And what's God's verdict? God's verdict is this: Your service to me is unacceptable because you are passionless. You no longer love me the way you should love me. Because Israelites, they are 
呃，没有那个当有那个敬畏和热情，他们甚至以呃呃来服侍神，为认为一个一个一个很令人厌烦的事情啊，所以神就知道说你们这样做是不应该的，你们这样的敬拜是不可接受的。I mean, they got to a point in God's calling them out that it's almost pointless to serve God the way He expects, and God knows that that's how they feel. God knows that the people feel it's almost pointless to be doing what we're doing, but we're doing it because we kind of have to do it. But we really don't want to do it, and we really don't see what the point is in doing it, in serving, and worshiping the Lord according to the way that you told us. All right, we're bringing the animals, but guess what? You know, we're tired of doing this, and God's calling them out on it. <laughs> 既定的一个一个一个方式一个呃一个做了一个呃呃程序或者是一个很仔细的一个指导让他们这样去做啊当人这样做的时候他们慢慢的觉得这样他们不觉得这样做有什么的意义他们觉得我们为什么要这做为什
not of me. What will people think of my God? Is that a question that crosses our mind? If I do this, what will others think of my God? That's a different type of question. We're not trained that way. We're trained, don't do this because people will look at you this way. No, no, no. If you do something bad, have you ever thought, well, hold on. What will people think of my God if I do this? See, the people began to have low thoughts of God. They became so familiar with God and what he wanted that they no longer appreciated who he truly is and what he truly did for them. 当人们在做这一切的时候，慢慢的，他们的心态里头就对着神有一个呃贬低的想法。他们就不再想着说神是怎样的一位神，神为着我们做了什么样的事情，这样子慢慢他们的冷淡之中就失去了对神的感恩，
相当的强调他在以前的日子，他如何的爱我们，我们做的事情。当我们更看重的说这个时候你怎么爱我的时候，神说你要看看在过去的时日我如何的爱你。在两千多年前，神把他的儿子亲自带到世界上来，为着我们受苦，为着我们受死，将我们一切的罪担都给。淡去，以至于神的愤怒不至于落在我们身上，而是落在他自己儿子的身上。这样一个表现出来的爱，我们呃竟然就会忘记。神说不，你不能忘记，你要回到那起初去，看见神是如何的爱你，你看见我在过去的时日如何的为着爱你的缘故为你做的一切，你就知道说，既然神在那个时候没有留下的儿子不给你那样的来爱你。深深的爱你，默默的爱你。那么今天你没有体会到的时候，事实上他仍然是默然的爱你。他要把你带到一个悔改的地步，将你所受的伤害给给暴露出来的时候，目的乃是要让你更深的知道他爱你。God gives this message to Malachi to the people in Jerusalem around 400 B.C. Did anything change? Did the message have an impact? Did this personal letter Personal message to the people, right? The consequences of their disobedience. God's going to speak to you. God's going to speak truth. Did it have an impact? What was the impact? We need to know that the message was written about 400 years ago. 有没有改变呢？他如果没有改变的话，给我们的带来的影响应该是什么样的呢？那个影响是我们要做的回应，是不是也应该是怎样的呢 ？Did the people hear it? Did they change? For four hundred years, they had this message. It's the last book of the Old Testament, and now there's silence, right? That's the last message to the people. They had the message though for four hundred years before Jesus comes. What's the fruit of the word? What's the fruit? Is there a change? Do they heed the message? Do they repent? Do they turn back to God? Do they say, "Listen, we're tired of offering the the, the lame animals, and we're tired of giving God the last. We're tired of God, giving God the 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 scraps on the table. We're tired of that. We're going to give God the best. We're going to give Him the best because He is the best." Did they do that? We we think that in 就已经给了以色列民。接下来有四百年的时间，在耶稣基督再来之呃，耶稣基督第一次来降生在伯利恒之前，有四百年四百年的时间。那么在四百年的时间里头，这个信息，这封信，神给以色列民的信给了他们。那么他们的情况有没有改变呢？他们神说你你们献那个不当献的祭物，没有一个正确的心态，没有一个热情，没有一个热心去献这一切，甚至觉得厌烦的事情，呃，是一个厌烦的事。那么这一个状况，借着神借着先知马拉基把信息带给他们之后，四百年的时间，他们有没有改变呢 ？So God shows up to check on the temple. God in human form shows up. Greater glory than Solomon enters the temple, and he sees for himself. God himself shows up to the temple. No one even knows that God has showed up. By the way, they totally don't even realize who's standing before them. And what does Jesus see? Jesus sees worse things. 
He sees that there's money exchanging going on and there's selling of animals and cattle. And what is God's reaction to it? What does Jesus do? Uh 因为在那里有兑换银钱的，在这里有卖牛羊鸽子的，在那里是啊不可思议的一个情况，人们藐视对着神的敬拜的种种的情况，已经是到了无父以家的地步。那么神是如何来反应的呢？Jesus is angry. He is righteously angry, and he drives it all the animals out of the temple. He flips over tables. Who did that? Jesus, because Jesus is not going to accept half-hearted devotion and commitment to him. And he's not going to accept it from us. He didn't accept it from them. He's not going to accept it from us. Why? His name is great, right? God is not going to accept half-hearted obedience and devotion and half-hearted commitment from anyone. That's how great he is. And I think we've got to get that into our minds because I fear that we think that Jesus will accept the bare minimum. That Jesus is just happy that I say, I love you, Jesus, and that's enough for him. That is, that is not how he thinks. And that's just one example of something that Jesus did that you would never think Jesus would do. Jesus flipped over tables? Oh my goodness, he offended me. How could he offend me by doing that? He's not concerned about that. He did what was right because they were wrong. Jesus在那里就推翻对款银钱真的桌子 伟大的君王，他配受我们一切，我们一切的，呃，我们这样的全新的来敬拜。那么他把这些人都赶出去，他这样做乃是应当的。他对着我们也是有这样的一个要求。I mean, do you believe in a Jesus? Is your Jesus that Jesus? Is your Jesus the one that will come into your own house or into your own life and say, "Listen, your prayer life is really cold," or "Listen, you haven't opened up the Word," or when you do open up the Word, you're not really focused on what you're reading. You're focused on all the other things of the world that you've got to attend to. And when you keep driving past people, and I keep telling, and you're not giving them the gospel, I mean, God will confront you. You know that. God will call you out. Maybe you're having a sleepless night tonight because God wants you near your bed to repent and pray. And you wonder, why can't I sleep? I don't know. Maybe God's speaking to you. Maybe God is trying to flip over the table in your own life to get your attention so that you will give him 100% or as close to it that you can, or at least just have the goal of 100%, right? At least try. Are we even trying to give God the best, right? Maybe we're not going to ever reach 100%, but are we trying? What is our standard? What are we shooting for, right? 
What is what do we believe God is pleased with? Do we really believe that God is pleased with me just going, thank you so much, Lord, for the meal? I mean, it, is that enough for him to say, good boy, Joe, right? I mean, think about how we think about our spirituality. It's so much more serious than that. And we, we don't look at it that way. And as a result, it's creating such indifference in us. And it's creating such great sin. 我们要知道我们对这主耶稣基督的看法他并非说我们要有一个最少的一个努力那时候事实上是耶稣基督我们要读神的话语的时候so how do we break through? How do we let God break through this hardened heart that we might be experiencing right now? And this is our last question as we close. What is, what is one biblical key that will help us grow spiritually strong in the last days? 讲了第三个的问题，就是在这幕后的日子，我们有什么样的圣经上的教导的一个啊的的的策略，我们可以使我们的属灵以后刚强。Once you have become born again, where you have come, you've had this situation where you've heard the preaching of the word, you've realized that you were a sinner as convicted by God's word, and you come before God and you say, Lord, I believe. What Jesus Christ did for me on the cross, died for my sins that I committed. I don't deserve heaven. I deserve hell. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. You are my Lord and Savior. I believe that you rose again from the grave and that you conquered sin and Satan and death. And I receive you, Jesus, by faith. Right? You become born again by the Spirit of God. What happens after that? 我们承认耶稣基督为我们死, 为我们埋葬, 为我们从死里复活, 
我们愿意接受他，使我们的罪得赦免，使我们可以与他在死和复活上都能都能够呃联合。这样子，我们就成为一个重生的基督徒。那么，我们重生之后，接下来会发生什么事情呢？Well, the hope is that you will enter, you will start implementing, practicing new habits. New spiritual disciplines to strengthen you in Christ. And the hope is that you'll grow spiritually. Right? There's things that you know. Right? Here are some keys to spiritual growth. These are things that you know. These are things that you should show. And this is how you should be growing. I mean, think about it. You might know that Jesus is God and Savior. But but you begin to realize, but I don't have any self control. I I can't stop saying no to that temptation that keeps rearing its ugly head. I keep giving in, but I know that Jesus is the Savior. What's going on? Maybe it's because your Bible reading is weak. Maybe it's because you're not praying and worshiping. Maybe it's because you're not showing and doing certain things. The one thing that we're going to focus on, though. Is spiritual meditation with a three stars on. We're just going to zero in on that spiritual discipline as we close. 举个例子，比方说，我们都知道耶稣基督他是神，他是我们的救主。我们知道之后，但是我们还面临着一些的挑战。比方说，对一个的诱惑啊、呃，对一个的啊啊呃呃对对有一个的啊、呃、引诱。我说我没有一个自制的自制的能力去抵制他，我还是要落在那个光景里。这是一个一个一个例子，实际上我们也会知道一些东西，我们也知道我们应该是怎样，但我们仍然被一些的罪和一些坏的习惯所捆绑。在这么个情况之中，也许暴露出来的是我们没有很好的去读圣经，也许
First thing I try to do is I want to be intentional about my idle time. You are not too busy to not read the Bible. There's no way you're going to convince me today, even after service. I am too busy to meditate on Scripture. I'm too busy to pray. I'm too busy to go to church. There's no way you're going to convince me of that, ever, that you're too busy to think about the truth of God. Why? Because you and I both have what's called idle time. Time that you can do whatever you want with. And you have it and I have it. College students and CEOs are infamous for saying, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I have no time. That's a college student. I'm too, I'm too busy. And CEOs of big companies like Amazon, I'm too busy. I have no time. Right? But we know that Jeff Bezos had time. Right? Because if you have time to get into trouble, you have idle time. Right? And we know if we we know if you're the owner of the Patriots, you have idle time. You can't get into trouble if you don't have idle time, right? I mean, if you try to get a meeting with a CEO, when the secretary he's too busy. The calendar is fixed. No, no. Everyone has idle time. The president has idle time. Everybody has idle time. So when you have time to pick this up and look at it, you have idle time. Take that time and now redirect it. Be intentional about it. Recognize you have it and say, what am I going to do with this extra time that I'm not necessarily engaged specifically in work, but I have time to think and I have time to kind of do it almost whatever I want, whether it's in my car or waiting or whatever it is. I'm a shopping, whatever it is. I have time. Be intentional about it. That's the first step. Second thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. Second thing, try to find a perfect place. Sometimes I drive to Kings Park and there's a place and I park and I look and that's what I see. I see the Nisiquag meeting the Long Island Sound. That's like the perfect place. Sometimes I drive to Kings Park and there's a place and I park and I look and that's what I see. I see the 
my perfect place yesterday was shoveling snow. That was my perfect place yesterday. And the reason that shoveling snow was my perfect place was it gave me an opportunity to meditate on biblical truth. I had my earphones in and I was listening to Revelation on tape. And it was incredible time of God as I'm shoveling and I'm listening to glorious truth, powerful truth. That was my time with God. And it was powerful. Biblical meditation is when you fix your mind on God's truth. You're thinking about God's truth. You're speaking His truth. You're working through His truth. That's what we mean. That's my definition of biblical meditation. That's what, what the scriptures indicate biblical meditation is. It's thinking, fixing your mind on it, talking it out loud, mulling it over, seeing the implications, but your mind is on God's truth. 对着神的话语的默想啊在我看来就是要把我们的心思集中在神的话语之上去并且把它有机会能够把它给脑送出来说出来在我们的心里头我们默想来来分解的时候我们也要看到就是说我们要如何的把它应用出来这样神的话语在
We don't like to eat. Think of tea, okay? I'll tell you the difference between hearing something and thinking about something. Hearing about something would be like having hot water and you take your tea bag and you drop it in, but you pull it out very quickly. The water will only absorb very little flavor from that tea bag when you just drop it in, pull it out. That's like what we do if you're just listening. And that's it. So What's biblical meditation? Biblical meditation is taking the tea bag and leaving it in there. Leaving it in there and letting that water soak in all that nutrients. How often are you doing that with a sermon you just heard on a Sunday? With a devotion you just read? With a scripture verse that you know? That you actually take time to digest that truth. If you are not doing that, if I am not doing that, you are not going to grow spiritually. You're going to become very hardened by truth because you're not letting that truth affect you. 那么茶里头的味道真理就没有机会进到我们里面去。Wouldn't you be more Christ-like if you took God's words like this and applied it? That this would represent your day. That you were intentional about taking the time that you have to think on those things. Wouldn't you change? Wouldn't you be more like Christ? Wouldn't your day be different? Wouldn't you have less worry and less pressure and less anxiety and less cold-heartedness and less half-heartedness? Wouldn't your life change if this was an obedient verse in your life and my life? My life would change. My life does change when I think about those things. But the minute I turn on... CNN and Fox News and BBC and my Snapchat, which I don't have, but if I turned it on, all of that power and presence of God would, whoosh, would disappear. And that's the problem. We get pumped up with truth, and then it immediately gets annihilated by the fact that I'm focusing on things that are false and things that are dishonest and things that are unjust and my mind is filled with impure thoughts. 
可爱的、有美名的，若有什么德行，若有什么称赞，这些事你们都要思想。那么神的话语就是让我们，当我们默想这些神的话语的时候，是让我们就是在思想这一切的美好的、这一切的可敬的、真实的等等公益的、敬虔的这一些的话。但是如果我们把我们的手机打开，如果就开始进到。啊 ，CNN， 我去看不不同的呃呃新闻网，或者是我要进我的 social media 的一些的呃 social network 的一些的软呃网站里头去，我一进去的话，那么神的同在、神的话语呃里头的所有的这一些真实可敬、公益、清洁、可爱的这些的东西，都一下子烟消云散，因为这一些都因为当世界上的东西进来的时候。神的话语的能力就完完全全的出去了，那么我就不能够在神的话语上，在属灵上能够有长进，而是被这个世界所占据。Two slides I close, okay? I promise. Two, two more slides. What gave what gave birth to this sermon was I preached a few weeks ago somewhere, and I'm preaching about Jesus, and then I, I preach about the importance of Him and all this great spiritual truth. And then after the message is over, I watch a teenager do something or a young person do something, and that's what gave birth to the importance of why what I'm saying is so important. And I'll tell you in a second what that is. 我要跟大家讲为什么我要在大家的中间来分享这一篇信息，是因为在几个星期以前，我在另外一地方讲到，我给大家讲到，给他们讲到的呢是耶稣基督的重要性，耶稣基督的。呃呃，讲到耶稣基督，关乎耶稣基督一些真理，他的在我们生命里头的重要。当我把这些所有的真理讲完之后，啊，然后呃结束了，讲到结束之后，我就看见一个年轻人，一个十几岁的年轻人，青少年，他做的一件事情，使我意识到今天我要讲这篇道是何其的重要。So I'm talking about Jesus and talking about His sacrifice and who He is and how we have to be committed to Him and think about His truth and just such great stuff. The sermon ends, the prayer is over, everyone's moving to lunch, and the kid just takes out his cell phone and starts playing a video game. And I, I was floored by that, and I said, "How is this possible? How is it possible that we can hear such great truth, and the minute the truth is over?" And there's no effect, and I was troubled by that. Really troubled by that. Because that day, I talked about is talking about Jesus Christ, talking about him, who he is, talking about his sacrifice, talking about his atonement. We talked about all this. After the sermon, we prayed. After the sermon was finished, then I saw a young man start to play his phone and play games. For me, this is a very unacceptable thing. 你刚刚听过关乎耶稣基督的真理，怎么可能对你没有任何的影响？完了，你迫不及待就等待这一个这一个聚会的结束，结束之后你可以拿出手机来玩你的电子游戏，这对我而言是一个不可思议的事情。Don't you see? We are in the last days. Jesus is knocking at the door of the church, and you know what? I know who's out there. Just leave him out there. Isn't that a weird picture? Jesus knocking on the door to come in. Why won't they open the doors? Just keep them out there. We don't want them in. And that's what happens when you aren't thinking of the truth and being changed by that truth. Then what's the point? 
That's a sad picture of the last days. Jesus outside knocking to come into your life. And you go, I really don't want him in. I really don't want him to change me. And that young person didn't, it just went out the other, and, and there's no change. And then you go, why isn't he changed? Because he doesn't think about spiritual truth. This young boy, he doesn't, he doesn't care, right? And so this is what we need to be praying about. And this is what we need to be encouraged in our life and in our kids' life. You better stop and think about what was just, re- what was just said. You better think about what you just read and allow God to you know, iron, iron it into your soul. Allow him to take a hot iron and seal you with the truth. You're not letting him do that. That young person wasn't letting him do it. And guess what? There's no change in that kid's life. No change. Because he didn't allow God to seal truth into his life. That like God wants to seal. And so wants to change us. This is a behind-the-scenes 你想一想耶稣基督站在教会的门外敲门说让我进来我进来要在你们中间做一个工作可是人却把门给关上说我们不需要你因足够了我们这样的很好对着教会如此对着个人也是如此耶稣基督在我们的心门外敲门他要进到
，当夜晚来临的时候，他独自一人在那里向父神祷告。让我们也来学习耶稣基督的榜样。今天我们从马拉基书里头看见神对着我们这个呼吁，就让我们知道，我们不要再落在一个不冷不热、半信半疑的光景里头。那么，我们就要像主耶稣基督一样，我们就找个地方，我们就独自一人来面对神，我们来悔改，让神的话语真实的坐在我们的心里面。Father God, we come before you. 父神，我们来到你的面前。And God, forgive us. 我们求你原谅我们，赦免我们。Forgive me, Lord, for not valuing who you really are. Forgive me for taking you and your truth for granted. 求你赦免我，赦免我没有呃珍惜，没有感激啊你的琐事啊，也没有把你自己的话语。珍藏在我的心里面，把你的话语当有的地位放在我的生命生活里面。Forgive me for my half-hearted devotion. 求主你赦免我啊半信半疑的一个奉献。Forgive me, God, for forgetting that your name is a great name, that you are a great God. 求你赦免我，我自己。啊，忽略忘记一个真理，就是你是伟大的君王，配受一切的，配受全新的称颂。Forgive me for not taking those precious time and moments you give me to then put my mind on spiritual truth, to put my mind on your words, so that I can hear your voice and so that I can serve you more faithfully. Oh God, forgive me. 父啊，求你赦免我。就是把你所赐给我的时间和机会，我没有好好的去珍惜、去使用，以至于你自己的话语、自己的真理，可以在我的生命里头能够一个一个功用给发挥出来。这样子，我就可以更好的、更有力的、呃，更更有效的来服侍你。呃，赦免我，因为我没有善用你所给我的机会和时间。Forgive me for not giving you the honor due a father. 我呃，求你赦免，我没有。把你当呃受的一个尊重，就像一个儿子对着父亲当有的尊重，我没有全然的归给你。Forgive me for not giving you the fear to a master。也没有把求你赦免我，也没有把啊、呃、作为一个仆人当有的敬畏归给你，因为你是我的主。Clean my heart, Father。哦，请你呃清洁我的心。Create in me a new spirit。使我里头重新有正直的灵。A spirit of obedience. 是这样一个啊啊呃顺从的灵，顺服的灵。And grant me the power. 给我有能力。Through Christ in me. To think more deeply about your words and then to put it into practice. 在任何情况之中，都把你的话语能够更深的能够去理解，更深的去思考，更是更好的去应用应用在我的生命里面。Thank you, God, for your goodness. 谢谢谢谢主，你一切的良善。Thank you for your mercy. 谢谢你的怜悯。Thank you for your words. 谢谢你自己把你的话语赐给我们。Oh, thank you for what you did on the cross. 谢谢你在十字架上我们所成就的。Thank you for rising again. 谢谢你从死里复活。And thank you that you're coming back soon. 谢谢你很快你要再来。We pray that in the name of Jesus Christ. 我们祷告奉耶稣基督的名。Amen.